We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got a chance today to show who we are in front of the world. Looking deep has a man wide open. Touchdown. Touchdown for Jacksonville. Touchdown, Jacks. You're listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. And what's up, y'all? It's JK3. All right, so we're back after a long hiatus, uh, after the uh, exciting season, uh, disappointing ending, but uh, better than I think any of us expected. But uh, let's catch up a little bit, see what's been going on with everybody. Derek, I know that you've got some uh, news to share. It's been four years long running, man, and just decided, you know what? Might as well hop back on the train. Once again, a season ticket holder after four years. It wasn't because of a a, um, a vendetta or some type of you know thing I had with the team. It was more just I couldn't commit to going to all the games because of things I was doing personally, you know, like going back to school, now getting my master's and all that stuff. But and I'm still in school going for the master's, but I'm like, screw it. Screw it. We got a good team. We got a yeah, great screw, quarterback. Screw responsibilities. Yeah, screw responsibility, <laughs> man. It's out the window. I've been doing it for too long. Exactly. Like, every, career and everything, trajectory is going real good. It's time to get back and and um, and get back and, and, and do it. So I uh, went ahead and, and, and got the hookup from uh, Mr. Kellum's associate. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, it must he be nice to have. It must be nice to have an associate at, with the Jaguars. He called him Mister Kellum. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. Hey, hey, man. Yo, when you when, it, it, when you sounds of the season when yeah. when you're when you're on there, you know, just oh, things start falling go. in the laps. Things start falling in the places. You know, when 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 we when we go to the games now, we, we we'll go into you know the club section. And I'll give a little nod, sign a little graph real quick. And go on up to get my, uh, my wh- little crowd. <laughs> yeah, and, and go on and get my whiskey and coke. If you ever wow. if you ever nod me, I'm gonna take a hot dog full of ketchup. I wouldn't and nod you. And no, throw I it wouldn't. At you. First of all, I wouldn't nod you. I was just chucky the deuces. I was just giving you one, <laughs> which is worse than the nod. <laughs> we didn't even get a nod. The nod is inviting. The nod's like, oh, when you see the nod, it's the, and then you come over to the person. You chuck the deuces, just keep it moving. Oh man. But no, um, that's the news for me. Excited. Um, Dang. And it literally took, you know, 15 minutes, guys. So, you know, listeners out there, if you're you're on the fence, if you're thinking about it, they got a lot of great home games coming up this season. When you do the math, okay, I'm an accountant, so I I can promise you that another couple hundred bucks and you could get season tickets as opposed to just buying three or four games for the games you know you want to go to. The Cincinnati, the Kansas City, um, and, and and the Baltimore, and so forth. So, point is, just you know, I just went ahead and did it. And hey, look, man, just excited! To, can't wait for the season to start. Got three months, yeah. still already already chopping at the bit, ready to go. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how it, it it comes so fast, and then it, well, 
Pause. It, it just, it, you know, it's just there. It, it, it comes and then it goes. So it's just like, you know, glad that, uh, you know, we, we made it through the offseason. But now, man, you know, the draft, all the stuff, OTAs now. Um, so I'm super happy. What's new with me? Um, not much. You know, did the sounds of the season thing on, on YouTube. So if you... He's dropped that twice now, it, by the way. Yeah, so if you haven't watched it, run, run the numbers up to, to, to see a face. It turns out, you know, I was super excited to tell my mom that I don't have a face for radio. So uh, I'm very, very excited. Uh, you know, so if you haven't watched that yet, go ahead and see it. No, I'm just joking. No, for real. We should link it because, uh, yeah, well, there's probably no, some people just, who haven't seen it. And not to to, to keep going down and... and, and, and Beating you know, beating a dead horse, man. But literally, your takes were really good, bro. Mm-hmm. Like really good. Think about it. They took your takes and used it as ad content. Two of so them. So waiting on those residuals. But. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, no. I don't know, but think, <laughs> like you, you have a passion. You, you definitely are a true fan. Uh, I mean, we all are here, but um, I know for a fact that anybody that gets up at eight o'clock. Has their wife helped him load up a grill in his truck, pack up his kids, get down to the stadium by 9, 930, and is there all day, okay? It doesn't get any more loyal than that. So, yeah. No, know, I, I, I appreciate you, it. I appreciate it. No, it was definitely the coolest thing <clears throat> that I've done. Um, shout out to the Jags as well for actually, you know, bringing in true fans and, uh, you know, people that were at the games. Um, you know, it was super awesome. Um, Big shout out to, uh, to to Cap from the Bold City Brigade, and then you know also uh, you know to the Jag staff. I mean that 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 sounds of the season, man. It was something I hope they continue to do. I think they've already done like one or two episodes of the Hunt, uh, which is kind of like their preseason or seasonal you know kind of document documentary thing that they do. Um, but then I also saw that they are uh, that the Jags got picked up for another like thing with Roku. TV or something where they're going to be documented the season two as well through like Roku. So it's kind of similar to like a hard knocks, but you know, overall, man, it, it's just really surreal. Um, and then hopefully I think, man, just hopefully next year it, we can get more exciting, you know, things like that, more exciting memories that happen in the bank. Again, this last season, if you, if you are not a season ticket member right now, it's just the stuff that you you missed last year. Uh, guaranteed seats, not having to scramble, not having to worry about the Ticketmaster app, you know, dying or anything else like that. Not wondering if you're buying the, the tickets from the guy underneath the overpass or are real. Man, just go ahead and just just get your tickets. The the, the games that are, that we've got on the schedule right now are going to be well worth it. I mean, the primetime games and you if you've never been to a primetime NFL game, I don't care if where where it is. If you it's it's awesome. Like going to a Sunday night football game is going to be insane. Going to Monday Night Football is going to be insane. Um, I mean, it's just it's just going to be awesome, and you know, you definitely want to be a part of it. Yeah, guys, and if you renew in the next fifteen minutes and use coupon code J Kellum, you'll get a discount. <laughs> Sounding like you guys work for the marketing department. <laughs> no, but it's it's Don't. all it, bro. It's I'm telling you right now, I'm an advocate <laughs> for season tickets. I'm an advocate for people that live here in Jacksonville. You should be going to the games. Like I, I've said that for years. Like. The only way that this team continues to remain here in Jacksonville is with us fans who grew up watching the games now that have a little bit of discretionary income to go ahead and start now putting that back into making sure that, you know, we were there. And then now, if you have children, you know, you've got to bring them up as Jags fans. You know, that's how the team continues to grow. Still relatively young franchise. So you got to go. I mean, but I I get super passionate about that. So, I, I mean, I like literally if. I was watching Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Don't get tougher than that. True. Yeah, it's earned for sure. Well, what about you, uh, Corey? What's new? <laughs> so while uh, Derek got a, a super warm introduction and uh, just excellent customer service from the Jaguars for his uh, his new season tickets, and JK three was featured in media for the team, uh, both audio and video. I was basically told, renew or not, whatever, we don't care, F off, just click the yeah. button, pay your thing. No, no refills? <laughs> yeah, no refills. No refills yet. We saw you on camera last season. If you do it again, uh, you'll be banned. Uh, so I did renew, but, uh, you know, I, I will throw it out there that, uh, you know, maybe some of that love that the organization has for, for you two should, maybe if I can get like 5% of that, that would be cool. 
Well, now is very interesting. It's going to make for interesting takes on you know Tuesdays or Wednesdays whenever we record in the off or in the season to really get everyone's vantage point on the on the games. Now, I think you know since all three of us will potentially be in the house, um, you know, watching. I think it'll be you know e- even better for our listeners, even better for people to spot us at the games and stuff like that. Since we'll all be you know there, uh, you know, cheering cheering the Jags. So yeah, super sure. excited about that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, when does so? I know the uh, OTAs um, are uh, are happening. I guess as of yesterday, right? Um, is any of that stuff happening in in the new? And just keep you know, bear with me here because I don't follow this in the off season as much as you guys do. Is any of that happening in the new facility, or what's the deal with the facility? Is that going to open for training camp? Or no, I don't think it's happening now in the facility. I'm pretty sure they're in the stadium, but um, I could be wrong. I... Yeah, it's not happening. No, they're it's in the not, stadium. It's not, yeah, it's in the yeah. stadium. It's not done yet. It's not supposed to be done for another like month or two. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, they say, yeah. So, um, but no, they're they're just chugging right along, man. You know, every, you get hyped up when you see videos of, you know, Calvin Ridley working on his footwork. Uh, obviously, you know, Trevor's out there just, you know, keeping the arm loose, going through things. It's just exciting. You see the camaraderie. Yeah, you got a couple guys not there. You know, maybe they're... Not happy about the contract situation, uh, but you know that's just when when you have a good team and you got guys that can actually compete, you run into cap problems like that, and that's a good problem. I'd rather have that problem than eighty million dollars in in cap and three wins to show for it. So, but yeah, they're they're going on right now, and you know you get a chance to see the rookies, man. I, I tell you what, Tank Bigsby, man, he he, he looks like a monster. He, yeah. he really looks like a monster. And you ask yourself, not that we weren't going to go dive into all the rookies and things that have joined the team, but, you know, well, why did we get him in the third round when we got ETN? Man, you can never have enough backs in this league. You can never have enough backs. And, yeah, our backs did pretty good for us. Obviously, ETN did last year. But when you think about just getting down in short yardage, it's definitely good to have a big body, a big young body that, can ram uh, into that line and get those tough yards, make us tough long and short. So think about that now. We, we've kind of played within the 10 to 15-yard range, really didn't have too many home runs last year. So now you've got a home run back, you've got a short yardage back, we've got a short yardage receiver, we know this in Christian Kirk, and now we have a deep receiver in Calvin Ridley. You won't see any of these, like, eight-yard-in-the-box safeties creeping up knowing we won't throw the ball past 15 yards. Zay Jones did get behind some last year, but he wasn't a fearful threat. Calvin Ridley is a very fearful threat. So just excited just to, to see it all come together, and I uh, can't wait. Yeah, no, I've, I think um, it's very it, – it's going to be very exciting you know, from, the, from, from the offensive side of the ball that you mentioned – but, um, you know, from a defensive side of the ball as well, you know, some of the things that you've seen so far, and again, it's hard to really kind of judge these guys based off of, you know, some of the tape and based off of running in shorts and T-shirts and things like that yep. right now. But super excited about, uh, you know, Yassir Abdullah, um, you know, from from Louisville. Watched a couple of, uh, you know, some of his tape. Um, I think they got him at 136 in the fifth round. Uh, he's got that bend that you look for off the off the ball, and I think that you know as much as they can continue to add to that defensive line uh, and continue to crank out, you know, and where we can come in waves, where we can keep adding pressure to the uh, to the quarterback, I think it's going to be big. Um, super excited about the defense, also because I think we're going to get a really good litmus test, <clears throat> uh, you know, within the defense, you know, out the gate pretty quickly. I mean, you know, you got to deal with, uh, you know, the Colts, Anthony Richardson. You got to deal with, you know. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you're going to have to deal with Josh Allen. Um, you know, there's some good quarterbacks, some good, you know, uh, teams that we do have to play. And that's the benefit of, you know, getting the first place schedule is that you get first place talent as well. So I'm very excited about that from uh, from from the draft also. But then as well with some of the uh, going back to the offensive side of the ball, <clears throat> um, seeing that the, the Jacks kind of double down with, with Brenton Strange. I don't know if I would have took a tight end. Right there at, at 61, um, you know, especially a tight end that doesn't really on film. Again, I'm not a Penn State fan. Don't watch a lot of Penn State football. So, uh, you know, on film, 
doesn't really look shifty. Doesn't really look like you, you know he's he's going to be able to get. Out. I think he, it would be like a younger man hurts from basically what I saw. He can he has the ability to get open, but I mean it's not a burner. Uh, if if it was me, I would rather still have Dan Arnold, um, you know, back along with uh, you know Evan Ingram. But it seems like right now we've got Evan Ingram, um, and then um, you know right now Brenton Strange. But they did also say that. I guess they they have an undrafted tight end. I can't think of his name right now, but they have an undrafted tight end who apparently is just an absolute monster. Um, that that's that that looks pretty good and looks like he can get in and out of breaks as well. So I guess more to come on that side of the ball. But you know, super excited. Uh, you know about the team. I think the average draft grade that we got was a B. So not not bad, not good, but you know, right in the middle of the pack to really see what they can decide to do. But I think you know. Um, Trent was, uh, or, or, or what I like to call bulletproof bulky. I think he was very, uh, very, very can, clear on them building and staying with the core nucleus that they have right now. You can keep calling them that, okay? I don't care. All right. All right. Until I see it, which is the Super Bowl or an appearance or something, like I'm, oh, let's, you know, people get on the train and they get off the train. Get on the train and get off the train. I never was, I've never been in the station, okay? All right. I have complete faith and confidence in Dougie Fresh, Doug Peterson, but Balky, not no, still don't have it. I don't care. All right. So until I see it, it's got to be wins, W's. How many? Uh, um, we'll go with 11 in a deep playoff run, like deep as in conference championship game. Before you believe? Before I believe. And in, in, in Balky. Okay. Sorry. I'm not. I'm not I, I mean, yeah. my name ain't Trent. Last name ain't Balky either. So you're not offending me when you say that. But you, I mean. You calling them Teflon. Bro, you got to think. You got to think, man. You're, bro, you're, you got, you've got such high expectations after a year of them coming off of an unexpected nine-win season. And now it's just like AFC championship or bust? No. It's for him to, to get my respect. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not AFC championship or bust for the team. No, we live we, we play in the AFC, dude. We can, I was going to say. We, we, it's dangerous out there. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying I need to see some type of progression for me to believe, okay, Trent Baalke can be the GM here long term. It's just And he's going to be here long term regardless of what I think. But I'm just not going to have – I'm not going to get on the train. I'm not going to get on the bus. Like I said, I'm not even going to be in the station. JK3, if Balky can do what Derek said we can do, I'll make my last name Balky and call him Daddy. <laughs> what, legal? <laughs> whoa, oh whoa, 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 <laughs> bro. Hold on, man. No, don't do that. Don't do that, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, Don't do that. What about, Derek, you had mentioned the stuff. Yeah, and I'm just kidding about that. Although, I will do that on the podcast if we have that kind of success. I will literally do that. But uh, Daddy Balky is what he'll be known as. Oh, my God. Uh, nope. But, nope. Derek, you nope. mentioned the uh, the contract stuff. Because I saw just like a little bit of that on Twitter, but I, I really didn't keep up with it. So there's guys that are sort of uh, not mean, holding out, but like not, not showing or whatever. It's just Evan Ingram hasn't signed his franchise tag. And... Um, He's probably not going to for a while. He probably, If he does do it, it'll probably be right before uh, camp starts in late July, early August. So um, late July probably. If he does, he might hold out for a while. We really don't have the room, you know, to, to maneuver to, to get the type of dollars that he's demanding. I mean, teams will pay a ton for a, a very good tight end of his caliber. So that, that's the that's the biggest one. It's just trying to get him, you know, committed to playing one more year under the tag. And it's tough because he's definitely deserving of a new deal. I mean, when you think about some think about some of those games, where's third down last year? That comeback against the Ravens or something like, you know, and you you saw Trevor Lawrence make some plays, but who was he making plays to? Evan Ingram had a lot of tough third down catches last year. So, and he made a lot of plays where he caught the ball short and either jumped over someone or made someone miss. 
You know how hard it is to make someone miss in the league when you're 6'5", 260, however big he is? Like, that's that's impressive. So he's definitely earned his stripes and earned his contract. It's just one of those things that just has to get worked out. So is there really any room for them to do anything? Or is this just him using this as an opportunity to kind of like not have to come and work out extra, I guess? He's doing exactly probably what his agent's telling him to do, which is stay home and let us see if we can move past this if we're having conversations with the Jags front office. Uh, I mean, it it is just OTAs, so I don't think it's a big big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but um, it's just part of the game. It's part of the off-season game, the chess match between the team and the player. The player, if he has ultimate belief in his representation, his, his, uh, his agent, then the agent's like, look, stay home. Don't go. I don't care if Trevor, you are tight, and Trevor wants you to be there. Look, stay home, and we'll see what happens, and we'll see what we can do. I'm, I'm really, you know, and <clears throat> I thought just popped in um, right now when you were just talking about, you know, uh, about Ingram and, you know, uh, most of the core being there. I, don't, you know, how do you think that we make the adjustment because the offensive line has been playing pretty well over the last couple of years, how do you think we make the adjustment, um, you know, with Cam Robinson being suspended for, you know, X amount of game or for what, six games. So, you know, six games, we're not going to have, you know, that continuity at, uh, at left tackle. And then we have pretty much now, you know, left tackle, you know, a rookie coming in with Anton Harrison. Like, how do you, how do you feel? How do you think the offense is going to, you know, gel with that? It's going to be, different um it's gonna be challenging it's not gonna be easy because as we play in a division not only just our division but our conference that's loaded with quarterbacks we also play in a very good conference where we have a ton of defensive ends and even our out-of-conference schedule the Niners they got baby brother Bosa on their team Mm -hmm. So I would, you know, I'm glad that game's later in the year and uh, not earlier. So it's going to definitely be a, um, a challenge. We put, Let's see. And just, I'm just thinking of out of conference. Forget in conference, out of conference. Panthers have Brian Burns. The uh, 49ers have Bosa. The Saints have, what's his face? I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Cam, Cam. Uh, Cam Jordan. Yeah, and the Bucks um, and man, Shaq Barrett had a tragedy in his family. Just sad to hear that. Um, but they have Shaq Barrett. They, they, those are four guys that have proven, not potential, not you know our guy Trayvon that they could get double digits. All of them have gotten double digit sacks, and some of them have gotten over fifteen in a season on multiple occasions. So those are just four right there out of conference that I just named that are headhunters when it comes to pass rushing. So it's not going to get as much as we look towards the season as fans. And, man, we got a gauntlet. It's going to be a – our schedule should, our strength of schedule should be up there in the top five probably on paper when you think about it. I mean, yeah, I, I think it is it, – it's a very – it's a tough schedule – which, you know, kind of leads me to, you know, thinking that, you know, on paper, when, when the schedule release came out, like, what, a month ago now? Or not, not a month, like, two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people and a lot of the local media were <clears throat> pinning this team to have, you know, anywhere upwards of 10 to 11 wins. And on paper, that's really easy to say, but... When the way you mention it and the way you talk about some of the out of conference and the AFC schedule that you have right now, um, you know, where where are those, you know, where those wins? The only ones that I'm really, you know, not even guaranteeing, but feel more confident about are the ones that are just more so in conference. Well, more or excuse me, more into into the division. Here's how I. Yeah. And here's how I look at it. And this isn't me knocking the Jags by any stretch. Obviously, I want them to win and be successful and get to, to that conference championship game and beat the dog snot out of Kansas City in week two for those fans talking all that trash 
uh, when we went out there. But when a team like the Jags gets on the come up, then you become targets. It's like you guys sucked for so long and now you're good with those sunshine as your quarterback. Okay, I'll show you guys. I can't wait till we play. That's going to be from Houston all the way up to Kansas City. We're going to see that. We're going to get teams. We're not going to, we may not get their best because we're not, you know, Kansas City, but it ain't going to be what it was last year. Lamar Jackson isn't just going to fold next year because he's like, okay, they beat us last year. All right. I got OBJ and Zay Flowers too. Yeah, remember that name, Zay Flowers, when we play Baltimore. Remember that name. That, that kid almost single handedly beat Clemson one year at Boston College. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to get teams. If we got their B minus C plus game, we're going to get their B to B plus game this year. If not their A game. How about we talk a little bit about the, uh, the London situation? I know that, uh, I think the NFL came out today and said that potentially in the future, maybe they'd look at three weeks, but this two weeks, uh, that we have for this season, thankfully it's one away, one home and not two home games. I think they called it kind of a test to see sort of how it would work. So I guess what are your guys' thoughts on this season with the two games in London and then just going forward? Did they really um, call it a test? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, let me find that real quick. Yeah, they called it a test. Uh, why, why are you looking for it, Corey? I, I, I dislike it, honestly. I, I, I dislike it. I hate that they're going to be gone. Yeah, I, I dislike it for two reasons. And my reasons are very selfish, and I'm, I'm pretty sure – that there are some fans that you know that that feel this way too. One game is is okay. Like one game, I'm used to it now. Whatever. Like it is what it is. But the and I was used to it being a home game. Like I was used to it being a home game, and I and I'm okay with that. The away game, it that's what I I don't like the two away games or the 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 home and the away game because then now I feel like the team is going to be gone for two weeks, which they are. And so I feel like we're getting back-to-back away games, and but it's in quintessentially it's a home game, which I'd be missing out on, and it's an away game, which I'd be missing out on because of you know the majority of the fans now that are actually traveling to games and being able to go see their team on the road. road. So, of course, the easy fix is just to go to London, but it's like, dude, like going to London, that's like easily a 5K trip, you know, with, with, with someone, you know, and it's just, I hate it. I don't like it that it's back-to-back. I don't like it also that... You know, it's the Jags doing this because all it does is continue to fuel that that flame of the Jags, you know, and the relocation stuff and all those stupid things that people always say about the Jags going to be relocating. And you add on top of that with the new stadium being built or the new plans for the stadium, how London is now a a possibility for them to go or, or, or an option for them to play half the season there, you know, as well. So I just I just hate it that it's the Jaguars that has have to be. This, this experiment. Yeah. Derek, this is the uh, tweet that I saw. I don't know if they had like a media day or something, but um, there's some different folks that talked about it. This this guy in particular, uh, Ari Miroff, I don't know. Albert Breer posted it too, but essentially it says NFL commissioner Roger Goodell says the intent of putting the Jaguars in back-to-back London games this season is to see the impact of it and learn from it. Quote, we'll evaluate everything. Would we try three at some point? Possibly. I mean, I don't like it either. You don't see, I think the guys at 1010 mentioned, you don't see uh, the, you know, the, the big, uh, the Premier League or uh, the, uh, the, the Spanish Soccer League having their major games over here. Um, you know, they have some exhibitions, but yes. they don't have their, their major games over here. They don't play regular season uh, matches over here if they have, and I don't know how it works over there with their. They, I think they call it legs and, and the first leg or second leg of of their tournaments, but they do that over there. So why are we trying to appease that crowd so much? Yes, a game or so. I, I get it because yeah, um, preseason football is not as good as regular season. So yeah, you get a game or, and rotate it every you know five years or something like that. Not every year and not two and then possibly three, um, if that's if I read that correctly. I, I don't want to see that from the Jags. And, you know, Khan's thinking about money. 
you know, he, he doctors it up very well because of, you know, he the businessman he is, but he's the ultimate capitalist. And that's all he's thinking about is the dollar amount. I, I wish they would just try. And again, they, they probably can't plan it. And this has probably been in the works for X amount of years. And the Jaguars just happen to, to, to possibly, you know, good or or getting good during these prime years that it so happens to fall this way. But I wish they would do this experiment with another team. You know, that could possibly, you know, have some attendance issues that could possibly have, you know, uh, something like that where they could actually try this experiment with. You know, I, that's why. And again, it's selfish reasons because I'm, a, you know, a Jags fan. I'm, it's selfish reasons because I want to see uh, them play as many opportunities as I can, you know, here in Jacksonville, things like that. But then I'm also, you know, thinking about it from a perspective of, you know, bye weeks and things like that. Like they're going to be gone for two weeks, um, you know, away from the home. You know, of, of course, it'd be great to split both of these games, but then they have to come back on, you know, from that two week road trip, basically, and then have to play three more games before they get a bye week on November 5th. Like that's a long, that creates just a, an absolute long taxing season, um, you know, and gets players out of the rhythm, gets players out of, <clears throat> comfort zones and things like that as well. So, yeah, no, I think it's just I, I'm I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan of it at all. What about uh, the discussion that was taking place? I think it was prompted by, <clears throat> excuse me, it was prompted by Lenny Curry on a, a radio interview, um, soon to be ex mayor Lenny Curry, uh, talking about how the Jags could play at uh, Derek. I know we were laughing at this, like the the uh the what is it called hodges stadium or something at unf which is not ideal uh and then uh yeah and then i guess other places named were uh, maybe the new soccer field that the tebow folks are building um orlando a couple of a couple other places um first of all what do you think the timetable will look like will it be a season two seasons and what would your ideal place be to play those games as far as the the kind of the workarounds of what we could do here locally, yeah, could they build another stadium and work on another stadium right next to it? Sure, they could, um, but they're not going to do that. We're our our city leaders aren't the 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 old ones that are leaving and the new ones coming in aren't the brightest you know tools in the shed in my opinion. So as far as just getting together to get things done. Not a political statement I'm making, but just everybody's on different pages, so nobody's going to get anything done, and it's just going to turn into a big cluster. Um, we've proven that, you know, as long as it took Khan and them to even get things going down there. Um, short, quick answer. You beg the University of Florida, maybe the Daytona International Speedway. The infield's pretty big. They've talked about holding Florida-Florida State games there before. Um, if that doesn't work, you got Tallahassee two hours down the road. You got Orlando two hours down the road. The only thing I don't think about Orlando is maybe that's too close to the Bucks. You know, a little bit of that. And then the stadium down there, Campus World Stadium, I've heard that the field is atrocious down there as far as the playing conditions of that field what for whatever reason. Um, so that might not be an option, but it could be. They could redo the field and, and get that done. Who knows? But those are your four options. Um, you work around the Gator schedule. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not. I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but I don't think they're racing too much in the fall, going into you know the holidays down there in Daytona. So there could, you're not a NASCAR be, fan? No, not at all. Sorry. Um, but you know, it's that that could be an option. But it seems like Gainesville. You got eighty thousand seat stadium. I've heard that the field is in, 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 in outstanding condition. They do a great job. Just get with the SEC and figure out a schedule and go from there. My thing about that is, is like that will work anywhere else except here in here. the S. In the, <laughs> that'll work anywhere else Dude. except here. Yeah. Only because like they're on, on Saturdays. 
this this town is divided in so many different ways. You know, it's divided with Georgia. So, you know, Georgia fans aren't going to go to 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 the swamp. Florida State fans aren't going to go to the swamp. Uh, and if it were in Tallahassee, Florida fans aren't going to go to go to, uh, you know, to, to Tallahassee to watch them. And it's just so divisive from that perspective that, you know, that's not going to work because of. Um, you know, that affinity. Will there be some fans that will probably be able to, you know, kind of suck it up and, and go? Yeah, but I think a majority of your your average, you know, fan or your, av- or your avid college football fan isn't going to do it. I, I would say the only other option, uh, you know, like you mentioned, is, is Camping World. Uh, I think Camping World, uh, them changing the, the field and actually working on it and getting the field guys, you know, from here to go, go there. Um, you know, it would be great if they did do it in Camping World. That way, we, you know, possibly we can see the Dolphins and the, you know, the Bucks play the Jaguars in, you know, something more of a, like, kind of an in-state, you know, kind of three-playoff, three-team, you know, something like that because the location is a, is a little bit better. But um, anything but taking them over across the pond for four to five games because that so the- would be – that's that's my biggest – and, and – Again, that's my biggest fear is that, you know, they, they do that and it become more of a dry run on having an actual NFL team in London for the two years or for however many years that, you know, it takes for them to build a stadium. You know, that's that's my only thing. Bro, put them on an aircraft carrier for all for all that I can. That would be cool. Just, just don't just don't Something. take them over there for, you know, X amount for five games and then they end up playing four games domestically here or, or something like that. You know, you got to work out some type of plan to where you can keep them close. Uh, you can keep them, you know, down 95 or 95 to I-4 as much as that is. But, you know, I, I think the, the writing is on the wall. And I think we're a little bit where there is smoke, there is fire here. Because if they potentially play three games in London, the team's working on this right now. I, I think that would be the ultimate test, you know, while the Jags are getting a new stadium you know, to get it done. I, I, I'd i be interested and we could probably discuss this too, like later on down the line when we get the, the guys from rock pile on, but I'd be interested to see what Buffalo is going to do, um, you know, while they're building their stadium, you know, Buffalo has gotten, you know, the permits and things like that ready to go for their stadium. They've already broke ground on it from what I've heard, like, or immediately began the construction on it. So hmm. I, there's gotta be an opportunity, but I think the thing that I hated is that it's so poorly planned out that, you know, we have, prime years of this Jaguars, you know, team that we have right now. And we went through so much suffering over the last 10 to 15 years. And now our prime years are where we actually have a team that has a ton of potential, more potential than we've had, you know, in a, since 17, even though 17 is so long ago, but I think this team has way more potential and way higher of a ceiling than that 17 team did. And it's just now we've got things like this that are going to, that fans got to worry about. You know, instead of how they're going to get to the game on Sunday, it's like where they're going to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to piggyback on your your statement, JK3, about, you know, we're looking at the games everywhere except here. Okay, let's look at the things that we can do well here in Jacksonville. We can put up another Walmart. We can put up another Publix. Okay, we can build another massive neighborhood off current week, you know, and, and although not getting into economy talk, but just they, they do a lot of that. Well, you know, what do we have, like 30 Walmarts, 25 Publixes? Who knows? Whataburger's making a resurgence. Yeah, we, we can do all that just fine. But we can't support and put up one stinking stadium. One. Correct me if I'm wrong, not just from the fact that nothing else is called, you know, it's all called Jacksonville around this radius, but if you include surrounding counties, aren't we like, the biggest city land-wise in the country? There's, there's got to be an opportunity to yeah. where you can put something out somewhere uh, and it become mixed use. Yeah, forget, you, like, <laughs> I get they're building the practice facility there, but if we're going to think big time on taking the whole operation and putting them over, you know, because you know that's what they're thinking about. That's what he's thinking about. Okay, let's be, let's be honest. You know that's what he's thinking about. Why not just find a plot of land and build a stinking stadium. We got plenty of it. Okay, we've, we've got plenty of it. Anywhere. And not just, oh, well, I won't go here, I won't go there. There's land 
all over the place. And we got some stuffy people in certain areas of the town. I won't say who they are uh, and what section because some listeners might live there. So I'll keep that to myself. But we got a lot of land and we all have one common thing. We're behind our team and we don't want to see them go play in Wembley and, and all that. We want them to stay here. So, you know, a good one, Derek, is to knock down the Regency Mall and put it over there. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not, I'm not, not even kidding. <laughs> right? That's a good way hey, to repurpose that area. I mean, Corey, I think there's a couple churches in there right now, so you might have offended them. Um, but, no. I mean, like, we'd move them first. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen during service or anything. <laughs> no, ma- imagine doing like Amazing Grace and a bulldozer just comes through them. <laughs> But no, it's just, it's so nerve wracking that we haven't been able to get like the things that we've had to get done. You have to pull tooth and nail to, 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 you know, to try to get this stuff done. Um, And even if you're worried about Florida, Georgia and all that. Guess what? Kirby wants oh, the game out of here well, you anyway. You kiss that goodbye. Yeah, yeah that, Kirby doesn't gone. want the game here more, anymore anyway. And really? Kirby, two-time national champ coach, he's going to get what he wants eventually. So y'all can, hey, bye-bye. It's going to leave. Why? Okay. What's the what's the background on that? He, he they, says they it's it a recruiting. A yeah, it's a recruiting disadvantage for them because they're allowed to host recruits on so many games for home games. And mm-hmm. because they have to give their home games away – this the, against Florida, their biggest rival, they also can't have official visitors. There's some funky rule with it. So huh. they can't have recruits come to the game officially on their dime. Recruits can do it unofficially, and I'm sure they're figuring it out and, you know, paying those those kids unofficially. But he's right. And I so think he, it also is to, to add to the pageantry of having a home and home series you know so you know one year it's you know up in athens the next year it's in gainesville Hmm. you know vice versa so being able to you know kind of have that you know kind of competitive edge and you know being able to you know rotate it that way that's what they're looking to do is just change it to like a traditional well it's the the no offense here jk3 but it's not the gator fans it's the georgia fans they they want it they want it gone from here they feel it's also a home disadvantage uh for them because Even though they split the seats 50-50, but yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where it, it is a, a lot more politics, not politics, but a lot more like, you know, college football, you know, impl- implications, having home field advantage against your rival, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it has then, nothing to do with the, the game and, the, and the, the play on the in, in, on the field. It's more about the behind the scenes stuff that they don't like. Hmm. First they took warp tour from us. Now they're taking Florida Georgia. No, warp tour. Warp tour. <laughs> wow. What's next? You know where they should play Florida, say, huh? Thought you were about <laughs> to say Rockville or something like that. At least you would have been up to date. Yeah, that's true. Rockville's in Daytona. Yeah. Hey, Daytona. Wait, wait. Where do they host? Where do they host Rockville at, in Daytona? That's I not, have no yeah. idea. Okay. Yeah, we have Maybe, some research. Is that what I'm thinking of? Is that what I meant, Rockville? What? I, I can't, you said um, warp tour, man. Yeah. What's the difference between those? I don't even know. I just know it's not here. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Rockville, I think, is the one I'm thinking of. It went to Daytona, whatever it was. So yeah. Um how about they play Florida, Georgia, and London? <laughs> Why don't we just do do it all? What what team was was Michigan didn't like Michigan play a team or Michigan played in like Ireland? I know Notre Dame has played in Ireland before, wow. and then I think Michigan played somewhere in like it. They they played somewhere over in, in Europe also. Yeah, huh. there was a um, was it Georgia Tech or somebody last year played. Um, Florida State's got to go to Ireland in two years too. What? Why? Yeah, <laughs> gotta go. Why do they have yeah. to go? Selling the rights to these home games, man. It's uh the. the I guess over in Europe they love American football, which is kind of surprising to me. I mean, I, we know we know personally a, a fan that is a diehard Jags fan that uh, loves the Jags, but I didn't think it was enough that we start having a lot of regular season games over there. Like I said, if they get Real Madrid or Arsenal or or uh, somebody to come over here and play a regular season game um, against one of their rivals. 
take their rival and fly them all the way over here just to play the game. They should yeah. take they should take Manchester City versus uh, Manchester United, two teams that literally are separated by like a neighborhood. Fly them to Jacksonville <laughs> <laughs> to, to play the game. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Sorry to get off topic on the Florida Georgia thing, but I just feel like has that ever been an issue? I mean, is that a recent thing? I mean, I don't remember anybody ever saying to move it before. No, it's picked it, up some steam in the last like yeah. three or four years. It's 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 really Kirby Smart, Georgia's head coach, that's really kind of leading the charge there. Um, he he just looks at it as a you know the main. Every time I've heard him speak on it or something's written about it, it's mm-hmm. about recruiting. Um, and when you're the two-time defending national champ coach, and I don't think they've lost – have they lost a game in two years? I think they're undefeated both years. People are going to listen. Hmm. Man, uh, it just feels like everybody's taking the daggers out and sticking it in our back as far as Jacksonville goes. You know what I mean? This whole stadium thing, Florida, Georgia, uh, London. um, just I don't know. I think it, it adds to what JK3 was just saying that it's like you want to be optimistic and excited about the football season, but it feels like there's all these other negative things going on around it. Yeah. yeah. And I think they also kind of pin themselves into a hole by adding Daly's place, you know, to the, to the stadium. You can't just, you, you got to build, like, I think with the renovations and things like that, that they're planning on doing, it, it's got to be a major overhaul because. That's a good stadium. point. I forgot about yeah. Daly's place. It is attached. Yeah. It's attached to it. So, yeah, it's got to be huh. some sort of, like, major overhaul that's going to be done at the stadium um, that's going to prevent them from being able to play within, you know. So, I, I don't know, man. It's just they, they, they've really, they really got to figure it out. And I think that, you know, adding to the Daly's place and adding, adding to that is just – that's a good. I think, yeah, I, I never thought about that. That what kind of long term planning was that? They had to have known they would have to make renovations. Then they built Daly's place attached to it. Look, look, this is how jacked up our city is. Okay, it, it, see, your phones do listen to you. All right, I just pulled up an article from First Coast News, and apparently in Neptune Beach, Corey, you might be able to answer this. There's not one but two Publixes within 250 feet of each other. Yeah, the old also, luckies. Yeah, that's true. And they're also converting all those, like that Greenwise that's in Nocatee, they're, con- they're converting all the Greenwises to Publix. Like that didn't succeed. So now there's going to so be like now more. So now we have 35 <laughs> Publixes here. Yeah. And on on Racetrack get... <laughs> Road, Derek, on Racetrack Road, you, I mean, you know, Publix yeah. at the end, Publix at the middle, Publix on the other end. So. Yeah. It's surrounded like by... Publix. By helpful customer service down, and down, down by Publix in Jacksonville. <laughs> hey, I'd be on hey Publix if you're listening. Man, yeah. that'd be a great one. We can get our own yeah. sub made. That'd be oh cool. Oh my the the DB the the DBTB uh, pub sub egg salad. <laughs> oh, oh hell! Oh no! <laughs> you lost you lost me right there. Just Bro, like those gas right station there. sandwiches. Oh, um, that's oh, a throwback. Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I get what you're saying, though, for sure, because it just, I don't know, it really sucks, I guess is the... I mean, you gotta think about it, bro, the the, the team right now, the, the team, and you just look at the roster that they have on paper right now, this, this may be the most exciting team that we've had with the addition to Calvin Ridley. Imagine, like, like you, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, Derek. Like Calvin Ridley is actually going to be able to take the team take take the top off of defense. We've seen Etn hit hit home runs. We've seen what Zay Jones can do. How clutch he's been. We've seen what Evan Ingram can do. Trevor. Uh, then on the defensive side of the ball, you've got you know Josh Allen. You've got Trayvon. You've got Aluakon. Like this has been one of the, one of the more exciting. And then we've got Doug. You know, one of the more exciting like pieces and one of the most exciting times to 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 have an actual competent football team. And now we have to get over the hurdle of where they're going to play in the next two years. It's just like it's a typical Jags thing for them to have an actual good football team. And now it's like, oh, all right, well, we don't know where we're going to play <laughs> in two years, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's depressing. Man, this uh, this podcast started off pretty uh, optimistic, and then this second we need half... to play that "Welcome Back" song by Mace that we were, talking, that we were oh, yeah. talking about yeah. No, you know, not not Debbie, you know, not trying to you know, Debbie down and all that stuff. You know, be be downer on the team. It's just things that we're going through right now, and 
as fans, I feel like I'm sure a lot of fans out there feel the same way we do. You know, we just want the team to to be successful. Uh, you know, fight, put up a, a good quality product on the field, and have a place that we can call. You know, the bank. You know, the, the namesake here, the pod, down by the bank. Like, exactly. why do we have to? Why Why is it even a question, bro? Could you imagine yeah. if we had to change our name to like Down by Big Ben? If they play over in London for like a couple <laughs> down by down by the river or what what river is that that runs through London? I have no idea. Some river. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Down by Buckingham Palace. Greetings, <laughs> greetings <laughs> on this Sunday as your Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Lions of Detroit. It's oh, the, that would be terrible. We're recruiting. We're, we're recording fangs, on. Yeah, we're recording fangs. on a Tuesday. <laughs> See, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not even getting into that. I'm just going to let that go. Oh, man. That would stink. Um, <laughs> made me think about how, like, oh, if you want another one, Derek, of another stab in the back. So TIA Bank is the, um, you know, the sponsor for the stadium, obviously. They just announced today they're moving, like, all their trust services from here to Charlotte. So it's just another <laughs> place that's abandoning us. Um, that's up for naming change, uh, not too long, uh, from now as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. I think I read that it's been delayed, but mm. they are going to, uh, eventually change the name, which obviously would then change the name of the stadium. Um, hopefully it stays with a bank. Um, Dick's wings field. No, oh God. <laughs> uh, no, no. Down by the Dick's wings. No, could make better wings on my grill here than I can at Dick's Wings. No. Well, not getting that sponsorship. Yeah, the Publix, uh, we're looking for you. <laughs> Down by the bank, but, egg salad uh, sub. Let's go. Egg sal- what is it with you and the nasty egg salad, bro? <laughs> Stop that. Dude, okay, um, yeah, before we go, this, this guy eats egg salad from, like, cold 7-Eleven and <laughs> the old, uh, you know, you got, Jiffy you got store the stomach of a coolers. Goat, bro. Okay. Like, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, not a chance, bro. Not there's no way. It's All weird right. how this has been brought up, like, 50 times on the podcast over, like, seven years that this is a topic for some reason. But uh, it's not, I don't because give a 7-Eleven. Th- because people game. have to be reminded of what kind of nasty crap you eat there. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I mean, I have upgraded to Wawa, I think, which is the premier, uh, premier gas station, if that's what we're calling it. I don't know. Convenience. Yeah, I can do an entire another yeah. episode on on uh, oh, Wawa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So uh, I think we'll wrap it there. Unless you guys had any uh, final thoughts leading into the the OTAs remaining week. Nah, super super excited to you know finish our our our, our break. And, you know, try to get some more uh, recordings on. I think we'll continue with our same, uh, you know, cadence that we've been doing in the offseason. Anything that happens, uh, you know, of course, we'll, you know, regularly try to cover it. Um, then we'll also try to go with our, our cadence of some of the local media uh, as well. That's actually uh, boots on ground that can kind of give us some of the things they're seeing in OTAs as well. Uh, next thing you know, then we'll have a mandatory mini camp coming up. They'll break for a little while. Then we've got training camp. Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about and overanalyzing preseason football. So super excited, man, to be back. All right. Well, awesome. Well, we appreciate everybody for listening. If you haven't already done so, definitely subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening on. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. If you haven't done that yet, just take a couple seconds after you uh, quit listening to this episode and throw a little five-star review with some comments. We always like those. Uh, But otherwise, we appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, Again, we're affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Dick's Wings, I'm sure your wings are fine. Derek doesn't mean it. And Publix, please uh, get in touch. All right, thanks for listening.